NASCAR fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar Series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar Series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this special Borg Warner Trophy edition of Pit Pass Indy as we honor 106 Indianapolis 500 winning driver Marcus Erickson of Chip Ganassi Racing. He's our guest for the second week in a row because the driver from Kumla, Sweden, just returned from a trip to his home country last weekend. He was accompanied by the Borg Warner Trophy, just the fourth time the iconic Indianapolis 500 trophy has left the United States. It started with a huge crowd at the Stockholm Mall in Stockholm, Sweden on Saturday. Ericsson and the Borg Warner Trophy traveled in a first-class tour bus branded with Husky Chocolate, Ericsson's sponsor, and a larger-than-life photo of the driver. Ericsson and the Trophy went to the Ronnie Peterson Memorial, which honors the late Formula One driving great from Sweden, on Sunday. On Sunday night, more than 8,000 fans braved the weather to welcome back Ericsson at a special ceremony in his hometown of Kumla, Sweden. We will have an exclusive interview with Ericsson later in Pit Pass Indy. But first, a few news items that happened over the weekend. IndyCar and Indianapolis Motor Speedway owner Roger Penske accomplished another first in his legendary career. His NASCAR Cup Series driver, Joey Logano of Team Penske, won the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series Championship for the second time in his career on Sunday at Phoenix Raceway for Penske's third NASCAR Cup Series Championship. On September 11th, Will Power won his second NTT IndyCar Series Championship at Team Penske with a third-place finish in the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey for Penske's 17th IndyCar National Championship. It's the first time the same team owner has won both the NTT IndyCar Series Championship and the NASCAR Cup Series Championship in the same season. The 85-year-old Penske quipped, I think we've tried it for 31 years, so it's about time, Penske said, referring to the years that he has been a NASCAR team owner. Penske went on to say, what a special weekend for us. Joey did a great job. You've seen what he's been able to do as he's come to the team, and for us to have two championships in the same year, that's what we're here for. That's the goal we have every year. I think we've been close, but we got it this year. Penske Racing began in 1966. A full-time NASCAR team was added in 1991 with Rusty Wallace as the driver. 
when Team Penske won its first Cup Series championship in 2012 with Brad Keselowski. That year's IndyCar Series champion was Ryan Hunter-Ray of Andretti Autosport. When Logano claimed the team's second Cup Series championship in 2018, Scott Dixon of Chip Ganassi Racing was the NTT IndyCar Series champion. Over its history, Team Penske has won multiple championships in seven seasons, and in three of those, the team has won three championships. It was either IndyCar, NASCAR Xfinity Owners Championship, Australian Supercars Championship, or NASCAR Cup Series Championships, but never IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series Championship in the same season. Overall, Team Penske has 611 race victories and 674 poles. Logano's 2022 Cup Series title gives Penske 43 championships since 1966. November 4 was also the third anniversary of Roger Penske purchasing the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, IndyCar, and the Indianapolis 500 from the Hallman George family. Congratulations to Roger Penske for yet another major accomplishment in his career. There was another announcement on Friday that involved another big name in auto racing. Seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Jimmy Johnson, an IndyCar driver the past two years at Chip Ganassi Racing, is returning to NASCAR. Johnson has purchased an ownership stake in the Petty GMS racing team that features drivers Eric Jones and Noah Gregson. Johnson will also return to the driver's seat for five races in 2023, including the 65th Daytona 500 in February. Johnson said on Friday he still plans on competing in a few IndyCar races next season, including the 107th Indianapolis 500, but he hasn't started putting any deals together for 2023. Pit Pass Indy will continue to monitor those developments involving Johnson during the offseason. By joining Petty GMS Racing, the seven-time Cup Series champion Johnson joins another seven-time Cup Series champion Richard Petty as owners of the NASCAR Cup Series team. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, 
and best maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered, all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Welcome back to this week's edition of Pit Pass Indy. And now, here is my Pit Pass Indy exclusive interview with 106th Indianapolis 500 winning driver Marcus Erickson on his hero's welcome in Sweden this past weekend. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is a regular lately. Uh, you were on last week's show also. It's 106th Indianapolis 500 winning driver Marcus Erickson. Marcus, you've been on a long trip. Could you tell our listeners where you've been and what you've done? Yeah, so I mean, I've been uh, I've been home. <laughs> I've been home to Sweden, uh, bringing the Borg Warner Trophy to uh, to Sweden and to my hometown of Kumla and uh, and around to some other places as well. So it's been it's been incredible. It's been very special to sort of share the the victory with everyone back home, with family and friends, but also all the fans that I have that followed me and. You know, I follow my career and has been, you know, celebrating and, and wanting to congratulate me on my victory this year of the Indy 500. So we've done a lot of cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, the highlight being uh, uh, this past Sunday going to uh, to Kumla, my hometown, and then having a big event there on the city square. And I think it was something around 8,000 people that showed up. So it was, uh, yeah, incredible. A day I will always, uh, always remember. So yeah, I'm very, very thankful. Was that the first time you were able to go back to Kumla since your victory in the Indianapolis 500 back in May? Yeah, I've, I've been there like once or twice, I think, before. But yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's not been a lot of time. It's been you know pretty hectic since uh, since the win and with the season going, and even after the season, it's been pretty full on the schedule. So it's. Um, yeah, it's been. It, it was nice coming home and and you know seeing everyone. And uh, as far as the event in Kumla, I understand it was pretty cold, but that still didn't keep eight thousand people from showing up to honor you. Uh, how cold was it, and what was the atmosphere like about of the fans that came out to see you? Yeah, I think it was around fifties or forties or fifties somewhere around there uh, Fahrenheit. Uh, but yeah, it was. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I was, I wasn't sure uh, if there was gonna be a couple hundred people or thousands or, or whatever. And, and then you know, I show up, and the whole city square is packed with people. They were estimating it to be around eight thousand people that showed up, and you know, it was uh, it was such an incredible afternoon slash evening that I had there, and you know, just being on stage and, and getting all the uh, you know, all the love from all the people from back home. And then after when we were done on stage, I went down and was standing by the Borg Warner Trophy and signing autographs for another two and a half hours, making sure that everyone that showed up and wanted to, to say hi to me and then get an autograph and a picture got the chance to do that. So it was, uh, 
it was an incredible day and, and a day I would always remember. So I'm very, very happy about that. And it, you know, it, it was very, very special for me. What were some of the things that the fans said to you? No, but I think it was just, you know, a lot of happiness that I've had a lot of people following my career and uh, seeing how much I've been sort of fighting and, and trying to, to prove what I can do. And, you know, Formula One, my five seasons there were, were tough and then didn't really get the chance to show what I could do with the cars I was driving. And then going going over to America, I was sort of, you know, I, I put a lot of to try and succeed in America. And I think a lot of people used to be following me for a long time, you know, following, following my career. And they just wanted to congratulate me and, and you know, was, you know, really, really happy for me that I reached its uh, success. Now, I understand that your sponsor, Husky Chocolate, took the Borg Warner trophy and put it in a first-class tour bus that was branded with Husky in a larger-than-life photo of you. What did you think when you saw that effort that your sponsor went to to celebrate this occasion? Yeah, they, they went all in, Husky did, and, you know, they've been a great uh, three years, you know, and, and we've been, you know, been through a lot here, and they've been supporting me. Uh, all these three years, you know, and, and for them, this is huge to get this victory and, and to get the chance to get the Borgo trophy. And they've really been, you know, been awesome with this trip to, to help organize it and put on a lot of cool events uh, along the way. And, uh, yeah, done a lot of things uh, to, to promote it as well. So I'm, I'm super thankful to be, you know, to be with some such a cool company and then, you know, that we got to do this together like we did this past week. So you're at the Kumla Square with 8,000 people on Sunday, and I heard a story that your mom stood in line Sunday to see the trophy and was the last one in line. She got to see it at the very end. I would have thought you could have pro- that she would have probably have known somebody that could have got her up closer to the front of the line. Uh, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I think my family wanted to... To give all the fans the chance to come see me and everything, and when when everyone had got their their chance, you know, my my mom came by and and yeah, it was very very nice, you know, mental to me and and then after that, I went with my mom and girlfriend and we had a big family dinner, so it was uh, uh, yeah, so it was no, it was super special to see see my mom. Uh, she you know she wanted to get everyone the chance to see me. Uh, now, you were at the Stockholm Mall on Saturday, oh, another large crowd. What was that event like? It was really cool. It's, it's, it's the biggest mall in Scandinavia, as I understand it. And it was uh, it was a double uh, event there. So first at noon, we had like a Q&A and then signing session. And it was a queue for an hour and a half. And then the event concluded and I got a break, lunch break for like an hour. And then we had the same setup again with at 3 p.m., uh, a little Q&A. And then it was another hour and a half with a few people coming up. So it was uh, it was really cool. I didn't know for that event, you know, being in Stockholm and all other kinds of things going on there, if there was going to show up any people. But, yeah, there was a lot of people. And that was super cool uh, to see and get to meet a lot of fans from, from Stockholm and that area. Now, another important moment for you was going to the Ronnie Peterson Memorial as fans should know, Ronnie Peterson was one of the great drivers from Sweden, a Formula One driver, was Mario Andretti's teammate the year that Mario Andretti won the 1978 Formula One World Championship. Uh, 
what was it like being able to go to the Ronnie Peterson Memorial uh, to see a driver that every Swedish auto racing uh, fan and, and race driver knows and probably tries to emulate? Yeah, it, it means a lot to me. You know, Ronnie is someone that's been inspiring me. You know, he, he passed away in 78, but still he's been a, he's been a racing hero of mine and, and someone that's been an inspiration and, you know, Throughout my career, my designs and my helmet designs has always been inspired by his helmet design. And uh, he's, he's, you know, for me to and then do a photo session with his statue in, in Urubu was uh, was super cool. And uh, yeah, it just means a lot. You're traveling again. You're back in the United States, I believe, uh, having to do a event for uh, Honda, your engine supplier that powered you to the victory in the 106th Indianapolis 500. Uh, what's it like having, you know, be, being an international traveler at this point of the season, it would have seemed like when you got to Sweden, that would have been a good time to spend a couple of weeks there, but you're uh, constantly on the go, getting ready for the 2023 NTT IndyCar series season. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, the work never stops. And we, that's the thing with Chip Ganassi racing and also with Honda, you know, we, we might've won the biggest race this year, but there's another one coming up and we want to win again. We want to win that championship that we were close at winning this year. So we we are hungry for more, and we're going to push hard to be even better and even stronger next year. So uh, that's why I, you know I love being with Chip Ganassi Racing and Honda because of that fact that uh, you know we, we we never stop, and uh, I'm I'm the same like that. So it's uh, it's just a great match. One of your teammates the past two years made a little news last week when it was announced that Jimmy Johnson had purchased into the Petty GMS NASCAR Cup Series team. He's now a team owner in NASCAR. He's going to drive in a, a limited number of races next year, maybe up to five races. What do you think of that, and what was your reaction when you heard that uh, Jimmy was now a NASCAR team owner? I, I was super happy for Jimmy. I think it's super cool and, uh, yeah, happy for him. For Jimmy, you know, he's... Uh, he sounds really excited about it as he should be. And, uh, yeah, really happy for him. But at the same time, a little bit sad because, you know, Jimmy's, uh, it's been a great teammate the last couple of years and, uh, just getting to know him and, and work with him and, and race with him. It's been so much fun. And I hope he still comes back at least for the 500. I, I hope there's still a chance for that. I don't know, but, uh, you know, I yeah, I wish him all the best, but uh, yeah, a little bit sad to see him not not being there for all the races next year. But yeah, super excited about his opportunity there with with NASCAR and being an owner. It's, uh, it's obviously a, a huge thing. And also looking ahead to the future in IndyCar, I know that they're testing the hybrid engine that'll come into the IndyCar series in 2024. You've had a chance to test it recently. What were your thoughts on the power? Uh, yeah, I'm not really allowed to say much about it, unfortunately. Uh, but I can say, you know, I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be great for the series. So, but yeah, I, I can't really say much more than that, unfortunately. But when you look ahead to the future that IndyCar has, there was some growth over the past uh, couple of seasons. And it seems like it's on an upward trend. And you're one of the new drivers that's developed a lot of fans that have uh, that are in the series that follow Marcus Erickson, especially after you won the Indy 500. So, how important is that to you that the series continue on its upward path? I think it's extremely important. I think you know, as a series now, we're we're super strong. We're we're getting 
stronger and stronger each year. It's more and more cars, and then you know the interest for the series is growing by each season. There's a lot of good drivers coming into the series, so I think we need to keep pushing on all, on all areas, and I think IndyCar is doing that, and I think that's important. So uh, we 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 need to find ways to grow the series because I think we have a product that's amazing. You know, the racing is the best in the world. We just need more people to to watch it and, and sort of uh, discover IndyCar racing because I think people that does that, they fall in love straight away. And wrapping up here with Marcus Erickson, the winner of the 106 Indianapolis 500, who just recently traveled with the Borg Warner Trophy to Sweden. You're now part of the Borg Warner family. You've spent a lot of time with the Borg Warner people throughout the process of getting your face on the Borg Warner Trophy. What are your thoughts about the job that Borg Warner does in not only being the stewards of this fantastic trophy, one of the iconic trophies in all of sports, but also their commitment to the Indianapolis 500 and the IndyCar series? Yeah, I, I didn't know how, how, you know, how big of a company it is, first of all, and how much involved they are and what they do for, for the series and for the 500 and everything. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm super impressed and, and thankful of, of them. And also, you know, uh, they were obviously, without them, we would not have been able to do this tour in Sweden with the trophy. So I'm, I'm just super impressed and, and, and happy to, to get to know the company a bit more and the people in it. And, uh, you know, I'm, like you said, part of that family now, and I'm really, really happy about that. Marcus, uh, congratulations on your trip to Sweden, and congratulations on um, a lot of the other things that have come with winning the Indianapolis 500. Good luck in 2023, and thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Thank you. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy. We want to thank our guest, 106th Indianapolis 500 winner Marcus Erickson for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.